of your pleasure and W fun. It's time for Ed and Sean. It's time for Geeksters. Welcome to so 286 Part 2 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the program. Yes. This here is Part 2 of the show that Ed and I do on Sunday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just a jog that radio on those apps. And while you're at it, go to Facebook, Geeksters, give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. Now they got that out of the way. Uh, here in Part 2, we bring you the news. Yes. Um, there's a Star Wars news. There's television news. There's movie news. Uh, there's there's a, bio, bio, uh, a biography. Biography. <laughs> news. A biopic, as they call it. Yes. And uh, your general shenanigans. It gives us the news, and Sean reacts yes. with a little help from Stacy because she's on the show too. Uh, I don't know what more to add except that it's got a bonus article at the end of this one too. <laughs> I I don't know if you can top that last one. <laughs> I think I can. <laughs> okay, well, now I'm riveted, so why don't you guys sit back, relax, and enjoy this part of the show, and join me for the the activities afterwards, and we'll find out what that second article is when we come back. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksers Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just Aquanet Radio and those apps. All right, so, Ed, with the news, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I don't know if you're ever interested in like certain people, um, you know, that they're kind of like they make a lot of press for not just for their movies, but for who they are. Kind of like how Johnny Depp makes a lot of press like, when he dresses up as a, as a pirate and goes to visit Children's Hospital. Yeah, yeah, you know, good or bad way. Yeah, sure, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. That's a good example, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about Megan Fox this time. Or Megan Fox? Yes. You ever wonder like what she's going to do now? Like what's her next adventure? Her next project? Yes. Uh, not really. I oh, mean, well, this was going to be a difficult hour. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not on the. I'm not waking up going, "What's Megan Fox doing today?" Besides looking fine. <laughs> 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 well, what is Megan Fox doing? Uh, she's going to do a television series on uh, the Travel Channel. Megan it's, Fox travels. <laughs> well, no, it's Myth and Mysteries or Mysteries and Myth. Sorry, with Megan Fox, it has been greenlit for the Travel Channel to premiere. Myth- is there a synopsis of this show that I probably have to DVR at least once? <laughs> Just... Apparently, she's been obsessed with history of ancient cultures, people, and places, always questioning their documented story. And now she's embarking on a, a, on a personal journey across the globe with an, an, an Antarctic, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, people, the tomb robbers. Uh, Archaeologist? <laughs> like, I'm having a hard time reading. You could have just said she's traveling Indiana Jones, and it would still would have worked. <laughs> uh, to, to you know, to reexamine history and, and ask the questions that she's always uh, wanted to ask. The hard hitting questions hard-hitting that hard-hitting Megan questions. Fox is keeping locked in her brain. Apparently, like, does this eyeshadow make me look fat? Like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look. God bless her. Maybe, maybe. Maybe that there is a mind behind the body that maybe we'll never find out. Maybe she does ask hard-hitting questions like, so did these people do human sacrifices? Or 
is this the reason why we have a calendar? Like, yeah, I, you yeah, know, exactly. The, the questions that she wants to answer basically <laughs> and, and figure out as history goes on. <laughs> why can I not get an extra cream in my mocha latte? <laughs> like, I, I I don't know. Why was I not in Transformers 3? <laughs> we know the answer to that one. <clears throat> when do we start filming Turtles 4? 3. 3? Yeah. That's right. There was. there was two. That's right. I forgot there was a sequel. <laughs> that's right. A pretty good one. I like that one. That was good. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm sure. I guess, you know, she'll always be Angelina Jolie like, though. She just kind of reminded me a little like her. You can put the two of them side by side. If you got like Angelina Jolie when she was younger and Megan Fox when, you know, it, they kind of look very similar. It could be sisters. Could be, yes. Yeah, okay. And now I think probably is one. Oh. George Lopez is also going to do a show real similar to that. Really? I seen an ad for it today, and I think it comes on tomorrow. In fact, I want to say on A&E, not the Travel Channel, okay. but he is going around looking up superstitions because apparently George Lopez is extremely superstitious. So it's like a bucket list thing for him to like conquer his superstitious fears. So he's going to like travel the world and fit that, figure out like what local superstitions are okay. and like where they came from. So apparently Megan Fox, who's like not really that big anymore. And George Lopez, who's like not really that big anymore. Wow. are like, you know how we're going to get big again? We're going to travel. And do stuff that no one asks for, but it's going to be great. I'm going to say Rob Lowe did it first, though. Yeah. Because he had, the, he had the Lowe files with him and his sons. They would go from town to town looking up haunted houses because him and his kids you know, used to do that when they were travel. And then as they got older, one was still into it, one wasn't. So he's like, hey, let's make a TV show around it. And it was kind of funny. But it's like a father and his two sons, and they're one's busting. They're kind of busting his balls because... Wherever they go, there's always like a middle-aged woman going, oh, my God, Rob Lowe, I loved you and so-and-so. And it's something that he was in before they were even born. <laughs> so it's kind of like this, like, oh, here's another one. Like, <laughs> middle-aged housewife coming up saying hi to my dad. <laughs> Just trying here to get a soda. <laughs> like, oh, my God, it's Rob Lowe. <sighs> so, I, I, all right. Good on Megan Fox. I mean, I'll have to, I'll have to see at least one. Sure. Just to well, kind of go. There's going to be, a, there's, apparently there's four episodes that they're working on right now. Oh. Order for, for Travel Chatter. She's going to be co- co-creator and producer of this uh, show. Sure. And uh, she's said when it comes to debunking myths and uh, around some of the greatest historical mysteries, pa- I have a passion for discovering the truth. It's just a versic- versicular. I have no idea what that is. Apparently she does more better grasping the language than I do. Uh, we are delighted to have, have, have a fresh and unbiased perspective on these events as we have to begin on our travel channel family. Like, I want to know, my biggest mystery is, where does the electricity go when I turn the light off? <laughs> <laughs> like, I've always wondered that. And now follow me, Megan Fox, as we find the deep, the hard answers to the hard questions of what happens when I? What happens to the water when I turn the faucet off? <laughs> She's gonna be all super fucking smart and blow everybody's mind. <laughs> what happens? What happens to my poo when I flush? We'll find out on Megan Fox travels. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like you're probably gonna have like this hard hitting stuff, and you're like, 
Wow, I never. never I, you, I can just see it. Like, so, did you feel that this was going to overthrow your government or not? Oh, oh. Mega Fox coming with hard hitting questions. Like, I, does it have a title? The name of the show? Uh, it just says just, just, <laughs> "Mysteries and Myths with Megan Fox." Wow, the triple M. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mysteries and Myths with Megan. <laughs> On, on Fox, they just be better. <laughs> <laughs> wow! All right, um, sure, I'll catch one episode. I'll, I mean, there's four, so I hope if I blink, I miss it. <laughs> it's, it's for one night only. Four back to back to back to back episodes of Megan Fox's myths and mysteries with the mystery crew. You know, <laughs> she pulls up in a, you know, a Scooby Doo truck. <laughs> I'm here to solve mysteries. <laughs> We're going to examine this haunted amusement park because we hear that there's noises at night and it's just some guy just cleaning it like, uh, hi, I'm Stan. I'm I'm the caretaker. Legitimately, there's no crooked land deal going on. I'm just, just a caretaker. It's my job to polish the knobs around here. <laughs> and now that I see you, I got an extra knob to polish. <laughs> Thank you for that. Can I get an autograph? Um, see you later. <laughs> Don't come knocking. <laughs> I have silverware to polish. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, good on Megan. Yes. All right. Well, what's next? Uh, Big Hero Six. You like Love that, that movie. Love right. that movie. All right. Would you like to see it become a TV show? I don't know. I don't know, really. Um, it, it, I, I, I got questions. I got questions, too. Number one, is it animated? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm a little easier. Number two, is this uh, the further adventures of the new Baymax? Baymax 7? Or yeah. Big Hero 7, is it going to be called? Well, I think it's because it was in there six characters in the... Oh, yeah, you're right. There were six characters. Sorry. <laughs> I think my uh, questions are going to be much more knowledgeable. All right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so is this like a continuation of what the gang's doing now? That is correct. Okay. Same people doing the same? Um, the same... No, actually, some of the voices have, have changed. No, 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 no. Like same um, still. Fuck, what's the kid's name? Hero. He- Hero. There you go. Yeah. Um, Still him. Still the girl with the little blades on her feet. Yep. Um, the bitch with the purse that throws smoke bombs. Right. None of the characters' names I can remember <laughs> because now I'm trying to think of them. <laughs> yes, it's actually going to premiere on uh, June 9th. It's going to be on, on TV on, on Disney Channel. And, Disney, uh, Disney XD, Disney Junior, just regular Disney. What well, Disney it's going to be uh, the Disney Channel, Disney Now, and then later it's going to be on Disney XD. Um, and it's going to start uh, Sunday, June 10th. I'm sorry, it's starting at 9 a.m. And it's got the first two episodes back to back, so it's going to be like a, like they have the pilot and then the next episode after that. But it's the continuing uh, adventures of the crew and uh, what they're doing. And now, as as of July first, they're going to have a DVD. Uh, for, it's called titled uh, "Big Hero Six: uh, The Series Back in Action." Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. That's no, I'm sorry. That's uh, the. That's going to be on on July first. That's coming out on DVD, so you're going to be able to catch that then. And uh, it's the, from the creators of Kim Possible. They're going to do this. Uh... <laughs> What's um, the sitch? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
And is it going to be the same animation style as Big Hero 6, or is it going to be what they did with Tangled? Oh, it'll probably be what they... Um, I don't. I can't well, see it, them showing that kind of money out for that show. Well, there's there's an image of it um, that I just put they on They turned Twitter. Tangled into a TV show, and it was way more like um like 2D, not right. like the 3D animation. Right. And it didn't... It just didn't do it for me. If they do that to Big Hero 6, I'm out. If they leave it the way with the 3D animation, I may be in. All right. Well, there's a... Then I'm like, uh, I got questions. Um, no, it's 2D animation. <sighs> I'm out. I'm looking at... It, it, I'm, we, I'm, it's on the Geeksters page. Yeah, it's on the I'm sitting here page. like I don't have access to it. <laughs> uh, it's on our Twitter and and our Facebook page. If you guys uh, want to check it out. Okay, I'm gonna be 100 honest. The artwork reminds me of Overwatch, the video game, the way it's stylized. Not necessarily, but 2D. But 2D, like um, the Speedster. She's kind of. They look like who they look like, but they look a little more. I was going to say a little more animated, but I mean they're a little more 2D. Like I, I, I'll watch an episode again. I'll watch maybe an episode, right? Just because I did like the movie, I did think that you know it, it kind of choked me up a little bit, you know. But uh, that looks weird. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is one of those things where you kind of get a 3D environment and turning it 2D is a little. It's, it's a little not hard. as bad as the Tangled one. The Tangled one was very like uh <laughs> like paper right. looking. If that makes sense. Um, the Tangle kind of reminded me of like the old '60s kind of like superhero cartoons, where it was like very little anim, like is a lot of pretty pictures, but yeah. very little movement in terms. Yeah, of like voice, like voice lips would move, and mm-hmm. that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Right, that was the- like very like paper. Yeah. It, it looked like paper, um, like the dolls that you used to. Well, y'all were boys, so y'all probably didn't play with them, but you could put like the paper dresses on them. I had a that's a little. That's yeah. true. You did have. Yeah. yeah, no, no. I'm, yeah, that's like, kind of what the tangled one reminded me of. It wasn't it's like big eyes with real papery right. looking. This doesn't look as bad as that, but it's not like 3D animation either. So uh, I might be like kind of in. They, they can't. Out. They can't do like you know the full blown <laughs> Pixar animation. Disney does whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear how much money they just made in like yeah. the last couple months? All right, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, something like that would be a lot more expensive for them to do. In the Pixar kind of uh, animation, then have you seen the money pound the money that <laughs> that Black Panther brought in, and then they went, oh, you know what? We know what we need. We need more money. Here's Infinity War, and a couple weeks, um, they got the Star Wars money rolling in too. And it it really is just printing money at this point for Disney. It is, but it's unfair on where the money goes. It's, it's yeah. Let's be honest. I've I've watched enough videos to understand where the money goes. There's a lot of hush money, right? right. A lot of hush money from uh, Disney. Sh- like you, know, you don't tell where that body's at. You know <laughs> that career that we killed. Shh, here's something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lucas is sitting there just kind of rolling. Have anyone seen Lucas since the purchase? No, <laughs> <laughs> he's still build, building his uh, museum. That's right, out in uh, where's it at? I think it's gonna be in California somewhere. In, uh, okay, it's not at Skywalker Ranch. No, no. he lives there. Oh. Well, high five me for remembering what the name of the fucking ranch is. I, <laughs> good job. I truly thought, I'm like, isn't that where there's like a museum at? Why don't you two remember the name of this? Maybe I'll get one in there on you. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Skywalker Ranch is a place like they, he has a he lives there, but then he has um, a building where they've been doing the animation at. You can go tour it, though, can't you? No. Oh. Very, very, no, nobody's allowed to touch anything in there. 
they have curators of the museum part of it. Well, it's not really it's, – it's a storage facility, really, yeah, what yeah. it is. It's not like – it's not displayed out like where people can walk around and go, oh, that's interesting and have a plaque. It's like that. a warehouse. It's a warehouse I, pretty much. So it's not open to the public in no. any way, shape, or form. I think the and only even way... the people that do like the animation, like wants to draw like the different ships and all, mm-hmm. they have to be like – Ushered in, like like escorted. With, with, with escorted in with with the with, with the group of uh, security guards. They have to wear white gloves. They, you know, they can't really touch anything physically, touch anything at all. And there's George just like walking around in his Chewbacca underwear. Just <laughs> I mean, let his, wo- let his Wookie hang out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with his mug, greatest Jedi ever. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Hello there. Oh, hello. Welcome That's to a little obsessive. I I. Yeah, I mean, like, like talk about bringing your work home with you. I, I mean, come on now. Well, he lives. George. He doesn't live in there. I think he lives kind of off because he's got a lot of. How land. many houses are on this property? It's, it's a compound. It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> it really is because they have also industrial light and magic. The office buildings are there, so it started there. So they just kind of built up, and he kind of was like, "Okay, well, you see that patch of land way over yonder? I own that, so I'm going to live there." But you know, that's where the... I come from, a ranch looks a certain way. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a big old house, real long driveway, fenced around. Normally, with like this big marquee thing above it that says like Skywalker Ranch, uh-huh. with, like horses. He probably has like Jedi on the side, not horses, because it would be funnier. But it's like this big <laughs> it's deal. Two Ewoks, really. right? <laughs> or two lightsaber across. Right, yeah. right, right. You know, it's, it's definitely not going to be the cowboy horses because he would have. If he's smart, he would have made that his own. If not, George, call me. I'll help you out. But in my head, it like looks a certain way. Maybe well, he, I didn't pay attention to fanboys. Didn't well, they show no, no they, didn't, they didn't go anywhere near there, there. That was a joke on what they think it is. No one's really inside of it. But there is. But there's a Google Maps picture. I'm sure there is. Sure, there, yeah. And there's plenty of pictures. Like last night when we were at Mark and Jess's, Mark showed that um, the Ron Howard doing the. the, the I didn't watch that. Oh, okay. Because there's a, a statue of Yoda and a fountain in, right in front of the place. It's like Skywalker Ranchers. Yoda just kind of chilling as like a bronze figure in a water fountain. There's there's a there's a, there's an internet show for StarWars.com that these two guys do it. And they actually do a, a fast forward. It's really fast. It goes through the, the halls of the offices. Okay. And there, you, where, where that fountain is because that's what they use. And they put a pair of lips and they're like... Next on the Star Wars show, <laughs> and then it's like they tell you what's going to happen. It's it's only like a, like a seven minute video that you watch, seven to ten at most, and it's stuff coming up in the week that they talk about in Star Wars, like, okay, you know, comic books, books, uh, movies, whatever, and they and that's what they uh, are conventions and so on. So that's the that's what you get, but you get to see quickly, very quickly, what it looks like, and it's huge. I mean, it's it's like a. It's almost like a mall in a way. It's almost like a <laughs> so like this main house. He doesn't live in that. I have uh, That's what y'all are saying. Yeah, I mean, if, is it the... apparently it's a former dairy farm? Okay, is what it was, and he said, "I'm gonna make that my shit." Yeah, so he took it. This is not the art. Picked out the cows. <laughs> yeah, apparently that's what it is. It was a huge he dairy said, farm. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> this is my ranch now. <laughs> Um, and it does look like a ranch. I mean, it's a lot more hilly. It's in California, right? Yeah. Oh, well, that would be why it's a lot more hilly. Somewhere in San Francisco um, area, I think it is. That would make a lot of sense because, I mean, it's the hills and mountains everywhere. Um, we're real flat where I come from, so ranchers are just like, you know, like there's, you ain't got no hills or nothing. So it looks kind of weird to <laughs> me. Then the property is the horizon. Yeah. For you and the ranch, right. 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a, there's a lot of, where's that place over yonder? <laughs> <laughs> um. But apparently there are 
if these are real, um, like rare look inside images of Skywalker Ranch. Well, I mean, like I said, if you were a filmmaker and you were working, like Skywalker Ranch does a lot of sound, um, you know, and video and ILMs there. And but if you're working on a Star Wars film, they take you to the the vault basically. Yeah. It's a show like, hey, this is, you know, just to kind of remind you what it should look like, you know, because right. uh, models here's, you know, yeah. like, and some like some of the movies can use those models for for production use, you know, because they're still usable that way. And uh, but a lot of it's like for the animation, because a lot of it's like from Clone Wars or uh, uh, from Star Wars Rebels. They used to do that a lot because it like if you if you saw the extras on those DVDs, if you purchased them. They, they, Dave Maloney talks about it. He goes, yeah, you know, like any chance we get, we would, we would, yeah. you know, say we need to go and, you know, check it out because they wouldn't let, it's not like you can go down the stroll down there and just walk in and browse around. Yeah. If you were invited, that's like, it's like the Playboy Mansion for nerds. Yeah. If, if it's if, apparently a lot bigger than that, there's a daycare on site. Okay. Well, sure. I'm just saying. Like a- it's a map. She's looking like at the map. map. She's plying out her, her. She's like, there's a daycare there. Maybe I can get a job there. Well, apparently <laughs> it's for the people who have children who live on the. It's a fucking compound. That's yeah. what. It, yeah. Truly. They live there. I mean, they, they, when they're working on the films, they live there because they don't want any. Like, Star Wars and Disney, if they want it leaked, they leak it. It's, right. not, like, <laughs> yeah. it's not like someone's. It didn't happen by accident. Some press guy was happened to be there and he goes, <laughs> he's taking pictures quietly you know, <laughs> with his phone. You know, oh, I'm just checking my email. Or, you know, he's not doing that because there's nobody, no, no press is allowed on this facility unless they allow it. You know, that's that's the the whole thing. Because like, just... yeah, you get invited to the ranch. The you don't just walk up to the ranch. You can walk up. You don't go. Up, you don't. You can walk up to like the main gate. Yeah, sure. And when you step and across like, that take line, a, picture. a lot of little red dots put in. All of a sudden, you get a, <laughs> big, much. You get a case of the measles. And you're going like, is there something on my shirt? Oh, shit. It's a laser sight. <laughs> like, like, yeah, and these stormtroopers don't miss. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like, yeah, it's one more step in your bantha doo doo. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I can get you lined up like sand people and just take out two of you in one shot. <laughs> like, you got something on your shirt? What is it? It's a red dot. Back up, back up, back up. <laughs> You've gone too far. I don't see anything. Exactly. It's the point. <laughs> you hear, right before you die. <laughs> Run! <laughs> there. Oh, oh that. my God, get out of here. Either that or out of nowhere, a big boulder starts chasing after you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so what else you got there in the news, Ed? Uh, this one I was kind of surprised about. You probably know about it, but I just figured I want to bring it. Um, let me post it first, real quick, so that way it's on our pages. And uh, apparently, Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, the movie, the bio- about Queen, is actually going forward. Yeah, it's been going on forward. They they they, they released an image of the kid looking like Freddie, yeah, as I said, I just released Freddie Mercury and. It's scary how you throw a porn stash on the guy. And I'm like, okay, he sells it. Like, because <laughs> uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was supposed to yeah. be up for that, and apparently, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was saying that um, uh, uh, Brian May, who's the guitarist of Queen, well, didn't they didn't see eye to eye on on what they wanted to do with the script? Like, Sarah Baron Cohen wanted to do more of what he wanted to do, and they were like, "Well, we want it this way." Like, they were they were yeah. very particular on how they wanted it done. Uh, the story I I read was that. Sasha was very interested, but Brian was like, well, that's all great and good, but we need to talk about how the band moved on from that. And it was like, 
it stopped becoming about Freddie Mercury and becoming about Brian May and the rest of the band. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's kind of great, but you can put that on a bumper and Marvel does it all the time. Like, <laughs> you know, like you can get Adam Lambert to walk in and go, hi, I took over. So these guys can still get paid. Thanks. Yeah. You know, and then move on. I and mean, you think people are more fascinated with the life of a person who left too soon. And one of the, I would say he died of AIDS. One of the very first, I would say famous people at the time, you know, Passing away at that at that age because it was still unknown. Right. Well, I mean, because he announced it, and I think it was like a day later or two yeah. days later, he passed away, and it was just kind of shocking for everybody when they heard it because they just he just announced that he had it. And yeah. Like, all of a sudden, he's gone. You're like, whoa. And it wasn't too long because, like, they were, you know, from my memory, and my memory can be sketchy at best. It wasn't until Live Aid, like after they performed on Live Aid, they became huge. I mean, they were they were big to start off with, but it was the Live Aid performance that really propelled them into. Like a new stratosphere, super, yeah, super you know, yeah. and then it was like not too long after that, a few years later, that it was you know gone. Yeah, you know, um, I I really do want to see it because the kid looks good, and I'm right. really interested in seeing like. Well, November second, two thousand eighteen is when it's. Oh, okay, so that's yeah. you know the, the winter. All right, I'm in. Yeah, you know, I wonder how many people are when the Bohemian Rhapsody comes on, everyone starts banging their head like. Wait. Well, apparently, <laughs> they were they were giving you know besides Malik, uh, the Queen band members, uh, played by Joe Malazio, Ben Hardy, and Gilwim Lee are going to be in it, and apparently, uh, Mike Myers uh, from SNL and Gang Show is going also going to. Make an appearance. I don't know what he's going to play in this, but right. you know he's going to be in it, which <laughs> I find funny because apparently he never liked the Bohemian Rhapsody in Wayne's World in that in the movie piece. He didn't get it. Like he, oh, he, okay. he needed that that part of it, but that was like a huge part. I think of the film. Yeah. You know, that was a fucking trailer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the set piece when they were in that little tiny car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I'm really interested in seeing it. I don't know. I'm clearly, even though I know how it ends, I still kind of want. I, well, I, you, I mean, if it's the journey. It's the journey, and you know, I might, I might tear up. Who knows? I sometimes my heart shows up every once in a while. You know, and you don't have to be in a, a pair of tights <laughs> <laughs> or a superhero costume for me to go. That was kind of touching. <laughs> All right, so what else you got there in the news, Ed? Uh, Secret Life of Pets. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I actually own it. It's it's a it's a really good movie. Yeah, I, I guess you both enjoy it. I it's cute. It. It's cute. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're making a sequel. I'm not surprised. Yeah, so, uh, that's going to be released uh, June seventh, twenty nineteen. But there's going to be some extra voices in this one. Well, I mean, yeah, sure. When you have a sequel, you got to add new characters, that's, of course. Uh, but one of the big ones probably is uh, Harrison Ford is going to be no in way. Yes, he is. He's going to lend his voice. Did they give him kind of kind of a dog? Who he's going to play? Like, because I, I want to play guess the character. Like, what kind of do- like they do? They let me see. I'm trying to go through it real quickly. They just mentioned a bunch of names. They don't really mention what who they're going to play in it, but just that uh, you know, Hansel have never. This is going to be technically his first voiceover uh, work done over, except. If you want to count the holiday special, say, like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Who wrote that article? Someone better, you know, replay back the uh, cartoon they made. <laughs> yeah, so so technically, he hasn't done voiceover work since, since then. then so. <laughs> yeah, that's how much it scarred him. <laughs> um, thirty years, forty years, thirty years, forty years. About forty years. Um, okay, well, let's let's Red Robin this. Who do you think he plays? Like, what kind of animal? Oh, I, I imagine he's going to be like an older dog, kind of like a wise uh, dog. Oh, I don't know. I think he'll be a bad guy. 
Really? That'd be kind of interesting. Secret Life of Pets, that's where Kevin Hart plays a little bunny, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, I was just making sure I had like the right animal movie. He, he's back in the, in the film um, as well. I'm more so. surprised the fact that Louis C.K. is pro- probably coming back. Louis C.K. is not mentioned in the list of uh, his uh, Yeah, it's because he got in trouble for touching himself. Right. And, and now his kids' movies don't want nothing to do with him. But he's the lead guy in the movie. No. Uh, the lead... The lead good guy? The lead dog in okay. that movie okay, is played okay, okay. by Louis C.K. Okay, right, right, right. I was like, nah, Kevin Hart plays. The he, I thought we were talking villains here. You no. threw me off for a second. We're... Remember, there's like the, is it a snake or is it an alligator? It's down in the sewers. I think it's a snake. It's like a big ass snake. Uh, yeah. yeah. Some type of reptile. Yes, I know. Yes. So I think that Harrison Ford's going to play a bad guy. All right. Of some sort. Not Maybe not like the, obviously he's not the bad guy if Kevin's coming back. Because it was a little bunny. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but Kevin kind of Kevin's character kind of turned to a good guy at the end. He's just a little crazy about things, but I yeah, I wouldn't say he was a. Who the rest of the people coming? Because yeah. well, it's Kevin Hart's plays Eric. Uh, oh wait, I'm sorry. The film include Kevin Hart, Eric Stone Street, Je- Jenny Slate, Ellie Kempler, uh, Kemper. Sorry, uh, Lake Bell, Hannibal Burgess, uh, Bobby Mahalan, and Dana Carvey. Will play be in that as long as with uh, uh, Harrison Ford um, and Patton Oswalt and Tiffany Hardish Haddish. Sorry, Haddish, Haddish. she's been everywhere lately. Mm-hmm. She's like the new hot thing. Oh, and Nick Kroll and Pete Holmes is also joining the cast as well. Tiffany will be a good guy. She'll be like the new hot little animal dog or she'll the, girl. She'll be, she'll be the, a sassy animal, right? Because that's what her thing is, sassy. Right. She'll be a good guy. She'll be. I know it. She'll probably be a sassy bunny to go against Kevin Hart's sassy bunny. I'll I'll buy it. Fine. No. And then <laughs> Patton Oswalt's not going to be a villain. No, but he can reprise his rat role. Sure. <laughs> and then I don't know who some of the other people are. Right. I'm Harrison villain. I don't know. I kind of. Um, bark, bark. bark. <laughs> there were so many different kind of animals, though. He really could be like anything. He could any. be a bunny. He'll be. He'll just be he's a bird. Just, yeah, I, just, I thought I thought put that. Bark, bark. Play <laughs> <laughs> the parrot. <laughs> I fucking hate parrots. That is gonna go perfectly. <laughs> uh, just, I belong in a museum. <laughs> Yeah. Like he just, it's like he just say quotes from his movies because he's a parrot that <laughs> grew up on action movies of the 80s. <laughs> Who you calling Scruffy? Squawk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what else you got there? Uh, the Simpsons. Oh! <laughs> yeah, what about him? Uh, apparently there's been a controversy for <laughs> Hank Azaria oh, uh, about a poo. Yeah, uh, bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess there's apparently there's been a documentary released by uh, comedian Harry. Con- I'm sorry, I'm gonna butcher your name because he listens. Anyway, kind of bully, examining the notion of uh, a poo portrays in the you know of the racial and ethnic stereotypes played in The Simpsons. Um, Hagazari went on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Let me actually tweet this. All right, Facebook. There we go. And uh, apparently, uh, he's you know he's, he he just was recently found out about it. This was going on, and the fact that he wants to get some like different writers, some uh, South Asian or Indian writers, to help better propel the character 
because apparently there was a lot of controversy through the through the years of the show, and they they're finally going to address it. Now. Finally, the show's been on for how many years? <laughs> twenty some years, twenty six, seven mean, years. Okay, the here's. I watched The Simpsons. I think you kind of for us when The Simpsons first started, it was twenty five years ago, probably at this point. Feels like it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's 1989, so you got to think it's going to be almost 30 years next year. Right, so you you have what's considered a a stereotype voice for the character. Right. He owns a convenience store. Now, back 30 years ago, these stereotypes were considered funny because they're sort of based on some sort of reality. Like, I, we caught, no, you don't see any uh, Jewish people stepping about about Krusty the Clown. (laughs) Because he's clearly Jewish. Yes. They even make a whole episode about his Jewish background. Yes. You know, he was supposed to be a rabbi, I think he was, or a canner. Yeah. So I don't see a lot of Jewish people going, Oi, what about Krusty? Uh, we're offended too. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I, I I, mean, so I get it. And like today's, in today's climate, those jokes don't work. And I can almost see it, people being kind of like, well, if you're going to have an Indian character, then why not have an Indian voice actor? Why do a stereotypical Indian? I'm like, because 30 years ago, that's what was working, and that made it. A, it was. It. I never saw him as a butt of a joke. Right. You know, he was always he helped propel some storylines. Right. He had a couple of his own, you know, things where I never thought it was disrespectful to anything about the their their religion or their people as a culture. Homer's an idiot, so you just kind of work everything around him just being a bumbling doof, and then you can work on it that way. But I can kind of see, like, in today's world, that shit doesn't fly anymore because there's somebody going, well, that's wrong because of this, and some people get it, and some people don't get it. I mean, hang that's the same. Like, I think this comedian really just kind of, I think, wants to propel his career. I, I do think it's a cash grab because that's what it is. I'm like, we could find something offensive. Make a documentary out of it, and, sure. And then, like, so all of a sudden, it makes press, and then, like, you know, this famous show now, like, has like you know controversy because this these group of people made a, a documentary about it, right? And it's like our fame would be like, listen to Geeksters, right? <laughs> yeah, look at the Geeksters. We're the ones who broke the back on this controversy. Right. You got to do it about fat guys and Peter Griffin. Yeah, not every fat guy looks like Peter Griffin. <laughs> 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 And then we get the guy who plays the real uh, life. All, all, let's, let's be honest. All our fat ball, all our chins look like balls. I mean, You're right? Because right. there's so much fat around it. I, I, mean, I just uh, it's not a stereotype. If I don't get day doesn't go by, someone says you look like Peter Griffin. <laughs> Fuck you. Really? <laughs> I get a, I get it a lot. Believe it or not, what? I don't see it, but all right. I, gla- overweight glasses. Like, I'll put my glasses on. I put a wig, and it's like, "Hey, Peter Griffin, fuck you." I told Sean that we're gonna play Peter and Lois for Halloween. That's gonna be our costume. <laughs> you know, I think I did make a joke once. I thought you could play the like a cosplaying it's the the pots and pans robot from one of the episodes. <laughs> pots and pans all over again. Clank, clank, clank. <laughs> I'm gonna go as the, as as. Uh, Peter Griffin coming from the uh, proctologist for the first time, coming pants around my ankles. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right, so uh, Harrison Ford doing voice work for her, and then there's oh, that's uh, oh, about the Simpsons. About the Simpsons. Oh, I was looking on a screen. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it just kind of it's one of those things where it's, it, it's a story 
about a guy who's mad, so he's going to create a, hey, look at this, because I want you to look at me. Mm-hmm. And then Hank Azaria is like, well, shit, I've been getting a lot of flack for this this thing I've been getting paid for for 30 years when no one said anything 30 years ago. Eh, maybe I should step well, up he, and say he, something. He always, he like Hank Azaria was always said in the past, like every time he was interviewed, and it's like it's amazing how many like impressions you can do. And he goes, "I do them badly." Like he goes, "He right. knows I know I do them badly." Like it's it's you know if people appreciate it, then fine. I'm not going to knock what people enjoy. You know, it's just that yeah. I don't think I'm doing a great job of this. It's just something I'm getting paid to do, right? You know, and it's just like, all right, you know, he's humble about it. That's you know, it's nice. So like when something like this happens, you're like, how, how could you? You know, like like you know like. Know the man before you, you know, like, I, yeah. stop on him a little bit, you know? Yeah, it does seem like that. Like, I'm going to be mad because I'm of that ethnicity and I'm going to make a complaint about it. But how important, how long have you, how long have you been um, trying to make this movie? Right. Like, if, have you been trying to make this movie for 30 years or have you been trying to make this documentary for the last two? Right. You know, when the climate of, you know, if you say the wrong thing or make one comment and all of a sudden people can jump on you for it. It's like, well, all right, you know. Because I, I finished watching, which I forgot to mention. I, I finished watching the, uh, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> Craig Ferguson stand-up special. Okay. Remember, I fell asleep on right, right. night because the beginning of the, the beginning of the show was Drew Carey told me a joke, and then he goes before he tells the joke, <laughs> he goes through an hour and a half of stand-up, <laughs> and it's hilarious. And there was a lot of stereotype of stuff. And he's and there a couple of times he got offended. He's people got offended by his jokes, and he goes, "It's just jokes." Like, like you know, like everybody gets offended by something. You know, you, right. you can't be, you can't let this go. And I, I saw the end of it, and he told the joke, and I, I'm going to share this now because I don't know, it has nothing to do with anything. Spoiler, but it just, it, <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing. I teared up. That's how funny this was to me. You guys won't find this funny at all. Strap in, folks. Uh, a door-to-door salesman goes, you know, goes, going around the neighborhood knocking on doors, and he knocks on the door, and it opens up, and it's a 10-year-old boy. He's wearing bra and panties, high heels. He's got a cigar in one hand, and a glass looks like it's alcohol in the other. And the salesman steps back and is kind of surprised. like, whoa, little boy. He goes, are your parents home? And the kid goes, what the fuck do you think? <laughs> that was a good one. It was good. Uh, just, just came to me. I don't know why. All right. The Craig Ferguson, the, uh, the whole, don't tell you people, it's just jokes. Right. Right. All right. All right. Well, speaking of, uh, what else you got there in the news? Uh, this one I think is, is I found fascinating. You might, I, I don't know. Let's, let's go with this and see what happens. Um, do you remember choose your own adventure books? I love them. I, in fact, that's how I describe uh, a lot of the telltale series games. When I have to talk about like, uh, the guardians of the galaxy, the walking dead. It's like when I was a kid, there used to be books. We called it. It was, at the end of a chapter, you had to either go right or go left. And if it's like, well, you're at the end of the hallway, do you open the door or do you go up the stairs? If you go, well, if you want to open the door, turn to chapter 27. If yeah. you want to go up the stairs, turn to chapter 16. Uh, there's a couple of Indiana Jones books like that. There's a couple of Dungeons and Dragons books like that. I used to read them all the time. Yeah. They actually now make them into video games because, like, until dawn's one of those, there's one coming out in May called Detroit Become Human, where the decisions you make determine the outcome. Please tell me they're doing something. They're, they're bringing them back. Well, in, in movie form. In, no. Yes. Really? Yes. Like, actually, like, we're going to pay $7 a ticket, and then we're going to vote, and then they're going to... Pretty much. Oh, that's awesome. 20th Century Fox taps Kino's uh, control movie to choose your own adventure. Ooh. 
Cinema CinemaCon. Uh, it was announced twenty five at CinemaCon. They're licensing Kino Industries uh, control movie technology that the studio's upcoming film Choose Your Own Adventure. The patented technology will allow in theater audiences to control the characters' actions throughout. Uh, throughout the films, uh, using the app developed by the cr- created by Kino, so they're like, "Hey, look, you're gonna be on your phone anyway, so you might as well be, uh, might as well interact with the movie." Yes, like, like I'm sorry, like if I could just, I'm going to the theater by myself, and you're gonna make, I'm like, "Hey, you play, touch yourself, touch yourself, stop. Why you hit yourself? Why you hit yourself? Is there that option, or is it?" Like, I think it's. I think it's pretty much. If you want the character to go through the door, do you know, right. press this button. If you want him to go up the stairs, press this button. <laughs> he nothing. walks into a bar. Have him have sex with that girl. <laughs> uh, that's not an option. Have him have sex with that girl. <laughs> they can uh, Why you hit yourself? Why you hit yourself? Why you hit yourself? Just the poor actor has got to go through all these like, <laughs> just punching himself <laughs> over and over again. I got questions about this. All right, all hit, right. hit us. <laughs> And I, I feel like I'm going to be a party pooper about it, but I don't mean to. I, there's legitimate concerns for me. Yeah. By the time I was a kid, Choose Your Own Adventure books were still around. Yeah. So I read them too. Totally fun, right? And I think it would be genius for like at home, you know, like where you can push um, like some children's movies have where you play with it with a remote control for right. your DVD player. Right. And it's like uh, go left to do this and go right to do that. And it'll be like a special features kind yeah. of thing. Totally fun. Used to do it with my class all the time, right? But like in a theater, so that means that everyone in there is going to have their phones out. Mm-hmm. Or is there going to be a thing that's like, hey, can you dim your light all the way down? We like the screen. We then have to trust older people to be able to like figure out where their brightness is <laughs> at to dim it down. My flip phone doesn't have that, right? And then like, what if it's a voting system? Like, what if you truly didn't want it to go well, I one think way it, or the other? I think, okay, if I had to maybe uh, follow me on this maybe one. Maybe it's not phones. Like, maybe it's more like, uh, remember when He Wants to Be a Millionaire was out? Right. When they would, when, when it was like, ask the audience or whatever, they would have these little panel things that right, were attached ABC, to the chair. Yeah. Like, maybe it's not going to be an app. Maybe it's going to be a little. Well, okay, maybe. That makes sense. Again, follow me on this one. Yeah. Yes, you open up the app on your phone. All right, and then most phones go to sleep, so that when the time comes, it's okay. Hit your phone now. Yeah, you're right. You're probably gonna have people with the brightness all the way up. People going, I don't know where my phone is. Some people aren't gonna participate at all. You know, so there'll be probably like a, a time limit on. Hey, make a decision. You have ten seconds as of now. Ten, nine, eight. And unfortunately, if like you're the only person that says, "Hey, I want to see him punch him in the nose," and everyone's like, "Kick him in the nuts," you're you're gonna be outweighed. You're right. I think the phone app thing isn't going to work. You then have to trust people and install these apps on their phones. Are you right? And run them correctly and have phones that run on installed yep. apps. You know what I mean? Like you then have to trust all of those factors. Whereas if you put one of the little Vody things like right, in the cup holder. Like you, already, you already have controls for, <laughs> right, for, for, the seats. for the seats. Why not have the little. Well, it's, it's an app. I mean, it's, it's right. not even a question. It's, yeah, it's, it's definitely a phone it's app. That's what, an app. that's what they're saying. But the thing is, is that. With phone apps, you can control certain things. Like, just because your brightness might be way up, it might turn it automatically all the way down. No, because there could be auto setting, for right. sure. For sure. So it could set it up where it's like, it's not going to have these bright lights uh-huh. now. Right, and the they'll, they'll have dim muted colors. Like, it'll be obviously black and maybe like a red, blue, and green. Right. For what, you know. No, it could very well be like a black screen with white. Yeah. Or um, 
uh, a muted gray letters. Right. You know what I mean? Um, Something that's not, I'm sure they tested it out enough times to go, okay, this isn't too harsh. Sure. My second concern is that it's going to cost too much money to go do it. Because think of it, if they're going to do this, they're going to have to, ha- it's not just going to be one vote throughout the whole movie. So that one vote would be two options, right? Right. It then has to break apart in branches. So like there's the first vote that would break apart into two options. And then your second vote would break apart to two options this way and two options that way. That then becomes a whole lot of things that they have to film as far as like how much money they're going to put into this to film all the different choices. So like, is this going to be like a seven to $10 ticket or is it going to be like a $25 ticket for the experience? Well, I, okay. Well, I mean, obviously the choose your own adventures. Well, it was only two choices. No matter what, like you didn't have like four options. Like you want them to do this, do that, hit this button. You know, it's two options always. So you go from one end to the other. Well, by the time we got to those books, they so, had branched them out big time. Well, the old days it used to be just two. Well, like, yeah, was, but I think what you're saying is like you start off, you have left, right, and then you decide to go left. Then you have a point, an option at that the end of that story to go left, right, yeah. and then so by the time you get done, yeah, you have to you decide to pick all lefts. Yeah. And then there's one that says all rights, but then you have one that may be like left, right, left, right, left, right. So like by the time you get to the end of the story, if the story has an ending, like, uh, like okay, here's an example. Uh, Quantum Break, the video game in um, for Xbox One, mm-hmm. had these moments where you would make decisions in the video game, and those decisions determine the outcome of a 20-minute episode of a television show that you would watch. Right. But the ending of the game was still the ending of the game. There was no, like, multiple endings. Like, no matter what you picked, you still got the only ending. It was little things that might have changed. Like, right. while, while this person may have been bumped off, it doesn't matter because that person was was, was never going to be in the air in the end anyway. Your decision may have killed him. Your decision may not have killed him. He was going to be dead either way. So when the time you got to the very end of the story, no matter what you picked, it was going to be the end of the story. There Even was- if they do it that way? Where there's only like small things that they have to change, and either way, at the end of the day, Miss Peacock did it. You know right. what I'm saying? Like no matter what, that's still different things that they're gonna have to film. Well, Unless it's like Ed says, and it's more like once the climax of the whole movie happens, you only get one choice. Like there's only one decision to make throughout the whole movie. Because then there really is only two options. Sure, but um, there's actually already a couple of episodes ago on the kevin smith's podcast they um fat man on batman mm-hmm. there was a guy from the guild he and the girl who's who was from the um the verizon commercials right. who's now squirrel girl in the in the um the new marvel show mm-hmm. they actually did something for facebook which is exactly what you guys are describing it was about a day in the life of her and it was like seven episodes and it was you was it was free on facebook and you got to vote what she did next and they said it was very complex and very complicated for like a half hour, you know, for like a half hour video mm-hmm. that it was very complex and, and you had to, you had to account for everything. And she had to kind of do something during the time, like let's say 10 seconds. She had to be acting throughout that time. A lot of um, improvising and a lot of kind of just kind of flying by the seat of your pants. Mm-hmm. It was very complex and I do, but if you, but that's free for Facebook. So if you're going to go into a theater I mean, I, if it's not in 3D, maybe it'll be a like, 3D ticket price, maybe a $15 movie. It, de- mm-hmm. it really depends because I honestly can't see. It's not like Harrison Ford in the new Choose Your Own Adventure book. Like, in your head, you want it to be like an action-adventure movie, and it probably will be, but it'll be starring Sean from Geeksters 
like to keep the cost of it low because all the money is really going to go into the concept idea, I think. Maybe. If it is only making one choice, like Ed is saying, the books used to be back in right. y'all's day, where there's well, this. Well, I mean, it, was, it, was, it wasn't just one choice. It was you had two choices, and you made a choice. Right. Then the next one was you had another two choices either way. Now, sometimes it ended. Like, sometimes that book, like, you got to a chapter, and it didn't. It, that's where it ended. And you go, oh, that's Right, sucks. like you open the door, and you get stabbed in the chest. End of story. Right. And you go, fuck, I guess I'll go back, and now back to the original chapter and go left. It- okay, see, that's that's where my concerns are, though. Because, like, if, you, if you're reading a book, and the very first choice is, do you want to go to the bar or do you want to go to the restaurant, right? right? And you say, okay, I want to go to the bar. Once you turn to the page to go to the bar, then there's a whole story that plays out of you at the bar. Now, you may get punched in the face, and then you realize, I'm, I'm going to go back to the restaurant. That may happen. But if not, you go to the bar, and then while you're in the bar, another choice happens. Do you talk to the girl? Do you order a drink? And then you have to take into consideration to how many times these things are going to branch off. If it's going to be simple at first to where it's strictly just like a climax kind of choice, you know what I mean? Like where the story reaches its peak of decision, and then it's like, okay, does the audience want to go A or B? And then it ends up just two different endings, you know what I mean? Right. Then that would be much more simple. I, as if, as, as opposed well, here, to if here, they're going to branch here we go. it out like that. Viewers vote to decide the, the what cha- what characters will do at pivotal points in the narrative. That means in the same film, the attempts are inter- wait, well, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, that means the film will have different plot ending and even runtime depending on the adventure's unanimous choices. And like any other previous engaging, they're highly uh, communal movie watching experience, like anything seen before. So basically, it's going to be multiple multiple choices, choices. right? Multiple choices, and, multiple endings, right, with multiple so characters. So it sounds like, hey, for tonight only, starting at seven o'clock, come join us, like a fandom event, right? It's like, hey, here it is. It's going to be twenty dollars for your ticket, yeah. And you right. sit in there and be prepared. It could be because um, at that point, it's an experience, right? It's like, right. okay, it's going to be a minimum of like an hour and a half, or to maybe a max of a two and a half hour movie, depending right. on right. what what the majority of the people pick, right? Now, I agree, I'll be honest, as a viewer, I, give me the full three hours if I'm going to do that because I kind of want to know, like, I, if it's going to be majority rules type of thing, I mean, you said unanimously, so I don't. that means everyone's got to agree on the same thing and what, you could be the one well, guy I think doing... I think it's going to be majority vote because I don't think everybody... Yeah, like all of a sudden you're, you're 12 angry men going, let's go left, and one guy going, no, I'm standing still, I want to go right. It'll be majority, there's yeah. no way that's going to work. And then he's got to turn the whole audience and he's got to make his case and people go, well, you know, he's got a point, maybe we'll go right. And then, you know, next thing you know, that one person turns it's into 10 people. It's hours later. You know, that's the reason why it's three hours because one guy wanted to see if he could fuck the bartender, you know? <laughs> and everyone's like... It's going to be one of those movies like three days later and right, finally right. got to see the ending. You know, there's, that was a horrible ending. <laughs> violence erupted today in the movie theater because a guy wanted to you know, buy a chick a bar, a drink at the bar in a movie that didn't exist where everyone else told him to ignore it. Like, you know, I can totally see like... I mean, plus the fact like, if, like those Choose Your Adventure books, if it was written well... You would actually still do certain aspects, mm-hmm. even if it was a choice at this point. Mm-hmm. It might be a choice later in the, right, in, the right. in the movie, just the two different choices. Right, but the, one of them was an original choice. Because right, it has to be a pivotal point. It's right, like, okay, we need to get to from here to the studio. Sure, um, you have two options. You can either take this road or that road. Sure, and you go, okay, we're going to take this road, and then and then maybe a little mini adventure happens here, and you still get to the studio. Or you go back and you read the other one, another little different mini adventure, but still at the end of that chapter, you're right where the story needs you to be for the narrative. Sure. You know, so that's that's why, like I said, in a game like Quantum Break, it ended up 
with one ending because no matter what you chose, you were going to be there in, in, in any way. Right. So, I mean, interesting. I mean, I, uh, I got to see what the uh, I got to see what it's about. But you know, maybe as an experiment, like, hey, Geeksters Night Out, we're going to the movies. I mean, I try it just to see because I'm 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 really curious because it's like if they could do this really well, it might take off. But it could, I think it's going to crash and burn. To be honest, I with do you. too. It's like the new smell of vision. Yeah. Like, hey, like you want to be a part of the movie here, and you're always going to be on your phone anyway. So here, we're going to combine the two, and you get to determine the outcome. And it's like, all right, here's a comedy. It's going to be most of be comedies, maybe an adventure, maybe a horror movie version. Right. You know, where it's like un- until dawn, the movie where you get to pick, who, you know, who goes left, who goes right, and see if you can. Like, I played this game. I know how this ends. Like, pick this one, this one, this one, this one. And, and But again, like, it's majority rules. Like, is there half hour in, movie's over, thanks for coming by. You're like, fuck, they didn't pick a single one of my. I'm just the worst person ever because I'm like, no one picked anything I wanted. Like, <laughs> you walk out there all dejected going, no one likes me. No one picked a single option of mine. I wonder if it'll tell you like what people's votes were. Probably you know, like, like the, the telltale, telltale? like while say, the credits are running, if they'll yeah. have like a little thing to tell you like what everybody's yeah like, the yeah. percentage. Because I mean, most of the movies now are like beamed in. Like some of those like fan events are beamed in from uh, a yeah. system. Like you know when we saw uh, uh, Jay and Silent Bob get old, they were having Twitter and people were like live tweeting yeah. right yeah. right then yeah. and there. So you would see the twit tweeter feed. Yeah, on the screen. So no, a ton like, of them are like live events. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. that's probably what's going to be. I mean, they don't mention that that's going to be what it is, but hopefully, I, you, know, you never uh, know. It'll be an interesting little, uh, you know, test theory, you know, event. I'll give it a shot. All right, what else you got? Um, well, I can't go without a story without doing some kind of Star Wars. <laughs> All right. And uh, apparently, they're going to do another Star Wars animated series. Sure. I mean, why not? They just finished wrapping up one. You know. Yeah. And uh, Dave Filoni is going to uh, work on it, which is he did the Clone Wars and uh, Rebels. It's going to be called uh, Star Wars Resistance. It's a few years they before. Think for the letter R, don't they? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, this one is going to be before the uh, Force Awakens takes place, um, and it's going to start a, a, a adventure. Is going to start as a uh, new pilot uh, joins the Resistance. Uh, her name is a uh, Kazudu. Zanazol, I know I butchered that, but yeah, like anybody cares. Uh, a young pilot recruited by the Resistance to task with a top secret mission to spy on the growing threat of the First Order. It also featured beloved uh, character BB-8 alongside ace pilots, colorful characters, and appearances by fan favorites, including Poe Dameron and Captain Phasma, voiced by Oscar, uh, Oscar Isaac and Gwenadine Christie, respectively. Okay. So it's, uh, it's coming out. That's actually going to premiere on uh, sometime this fall, I think it is. Uh, I read it somewhere here. Or somewhere. Yes. Uh, they don't have an exact re- re- uh, release date yet, um, but there's a lot of voice actors or a lot of people joining in on the cast. Uh, includes Christopher Sean from Days of Our Lives, Susie McGrath from EastEnders, uh, Scott Lawrence from Legion, uh, Marina Valesco from Elena of Avalor, uh, Josh Brenner from Silicon Valley, David Fa- uh, Fashion from Scrubs, Bobby McMahon from DuckTales, Jim Rash from Community, and Rachel Betera from Tammy's Tiny Tea Time. All right. Oh, look forward to that, kids. I know I will. 
I enjoy it. Actually, they said that uh, this is going to be like an anime style versus the other. Uh, that seems to be the thing lately. Yeah. And, you know, Dragon Ball Z and, and Attack on Titan, they're huge. So if we can get that crowd to watch our show, why not? Let's, let's, let's you know, look, look at the Samurai Batman one that's coming out in a couple weeks. The Ninja one? The Ninja Batman? I'm interested in it. She's like, I, she doesn't know if she can stand that style of animation. It's not. <clears throat> the. The animated series, which is like my love where it's at, right, is not anime (coughs) styled artwork in any way, shape or form. Right. right? And then as they started making the animated movies, which are great, by the way, like I always love all of them, they got more. more air quote anime style, like with the way that the angles are and how sharp the lines are and stuff like that. This one is like anime style for real, for real. And and it's not about like their faces, it's about the way their clothing moves. Okay. Like there's a, a scene in the trailer where Joker has like a jacket on right. and he has like the lapels and instead of them being flat, they're like curved up behind him. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's the way that the fabric moves and I'm like, why would they do that? That doesn't it doesn't work that way. You know what I mean? Like it's hard for my brain to compute it looking like that, if that makes sense. In any way, shape, or form. Um, Storyline, I think it'll be fine. Like, most of the DC animated movies are pretty decent. So, like, I'm not super worried about that. Um, oh, I'm worried about it because I think this, this one's going to be a way out left field because of the whole style of it. I mean, I, right. I, I think it's good. I'm going to enjoy it because of a different, the different version right. take of it's going to be. But in terms of like an actual like Batman story, you're not uh-huh. going to get that traditional story in a way because it's going to Oh, be, it's going to be so different. Yeah, it's going to be way <laughs> out there. It's going to be a totally a fantasy film. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I think noir. it comes out like next, not this coming Tuesday, but the one after that. Yeah. Closer at my birthday. Get myself a birthday gift. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I mean, I guess look at it this way. If you can kind of enjoy Gotham by Gaslight, I think you can kind of enjoy this one, I think. you got to suspend that. And granted, it's all comic book. They're all fictional characters anyway. Where you time, place them in time, it really doesn't matter. As long as the story is good, I think that you, as long as you can suspend that. Well, you know, I mean, this one looks like it's Bruce Wayne gets tossed back into time. And it's this time period's versions of his heroes, his compatriots and villains. You know, for all we know, it could be like, hey... It wound up being a scarecrow thing in the end, where he wakes up and he's like, "Oh, what? Yeah, it was all yeah, just but a that's dream. always an option, right? With a character like Scarecrow, you never really know what if you're what you're watching is legit, right? <laughs> so like maybe it's something like that. Maybe he gets a hit on the head and it's like, you know, maybe Bruce Wayne got hit in the head by a ninja and then he's like, oh, and the next thing you know, he's flashed back into what he thinks would be feudal Japan and he's Batman and. He helps throw the government with help with the help of Moana, and he wakes up in the end, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> "I was following I, you for Mulan, a second with Mulan. <laughs> I got my arms crossed with Mulan, and next thing you know, he wakes up, and it's like, what happened, Bruce? I don't know. At first, I was seeing this beautiful. I was in the museum looking at this Chinese art, and next thing you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, feudal Japan. I got a real nice alliteration there. Thank you." <laughs> I have a whole different movie in my head now because you said Moana instead of Mulan. And all I can think of is Batman singing You're Welcome. And that doesn't work for me. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) That's a completely different movie in my head. (laughs) 
Nothing. Who put the Joker in the slammer? You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Who gives you justice all night? You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. On that note, we call it a day, and we uh. Uh, you got any extra articles for bonus material? Oh, yeah. I've got a his and hers. Oh, all right. That's going to be quick his and her articles. Okay. Well, uh, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters here live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Fresh up to Aquanet, ring those apps. And, of course, if you enjoyed the program, please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And while you're there, hit the About section so you can tell all your friends where to get the podcast version of the show. Or just go to our webpage, wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can also go just to iTunes or Google Play Music. We're there as well. And if you'd like to contact Ed or anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And it's S-H-A-W-N. See you next week, folks. Bye. Well, we're back, folks. Welcome back, everybody. All right, Ed. Um, part one, we had a brothel with sex dolls and... That was the his article, right? right. This one's the her article. This is a her Please, article. Okay, in in my world, there's a competing brothel across the street for women, <laughs> and then there's men out there trying to pick at that, yeah. and, and it becomes like this, like what do you call it, <laughs> beat it kind of turf war, where you have <laughs> the male sex place and the female sex place beefing. <laughs> No, that'd be funny, but no, no, unfortunately not. Oh, okay, which one's this one? Uh, new vibrator can reportedly order pizza after you orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, usually in the movies I've seen, the pizza gets delivered first. <laughs> Ding dong. Someone ordered the extra sausage. All right, I, I, I'm intrigued. <laughs> Well, of course, after... Is this tech talk? <laughs> tech talk with Ed. <laughs> this is really tech talk. <laughs> okay. Okay, you ready? Uh-huh. Uh, Cam Soda is the uh, uh, company that introduced... It's called Rub Grub. Rub Grub? Rub Grub. <laughs> yes. A catchy, catchy name. All right. An, intera- an interactive vibrator that orders food after you're done using it for its original purpose, according to its press release. This diddle and dine device comes as... <laughs> okay, first this writer's got to really stop it with the puns. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it comes off the internet connected button on the on one end of it. Uh, uh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it comes off the one end of the, the button when you're done. So basically you press the button and it automatically sets it up. Now you have to set it up ahead of time. Well, sure. It sounds like the, not necessarily pizza, but whatever whatever you're going to order afterwards. Right. Like once you come, you hit the button and it's like, ding, order in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So you have to set up your, your, your pizza preference and what you want. And then basically once you pleasure yourself with it, you hit the button and it's ordered. Apparently... Domino's is online with this. Well, okay. <laughs> if you don't come in 30 minutes, we'll do it for you. <laughs> um, well, okay, well, I, I is there more to this article? Um, Domino's is on board because I kind of figure like maybe they don't know what it's attached to. Well, they, they, they do, but they're not happy about it. So, so... <laughs> <either> <laughs> 
Mm. Okay. Um, Domino's may be a little touchy about being connected to a sex toy. <laughs> a company spokesman told the Huffington Post, "A chain knows nothing. The, the the chain knows nothing about Rubhub, but the device is able to order pizza in the chain from the API. Is you know apparently the API is public, so it's something that." You can do online because you can order Domino's line, so you can connect that to sure. other, to devices. So that's something that sure isn't it? Isn't uh, Domino's the one where if you do a pizza emoji, they'll or they'll send you pizza? Yes. Okay, so clearly, I... apparently they didn't think of this use for it. Well, you know what? Tough shit, Domino's. Like, <laughs> like someone outsmarted you. Like, <laughs> I don't. Like, I okay. Well, see, I don't since I don't know how that app is. I mean, if the app is designed to have you delivered food and it's a grub hub yeah. okay i know it's Grubhub. Uh, it's grub hub, yes. I know. i'm with uh, you but there's the grub hub app where you know you, you someone drops off and delivers and you're like all right i'm in but my thing is like then, then you can't really do anything about it because it's an app right. like i just can you imagine being like a Domino's delivery driver? You know, it's like, is this the one? Like, <laughs> every okay, look, I used to do, I used to in, in Philadelphia, we have um, a hoagie place called Lee's Hoagie. Yes. And, I, and I've also delivered for pizza shops too. Like, when you're a teenager, you're like, you need odd jobs. Right. And I drove and I like to drive. So it was really easy to fall into, hey, we need a delivery boy to deliver pizzas. Mm hmm. You know, they all have their own little area. As long as you know that area, you're fine. Right. But I'm not going to say a day didn't go by where I was hoping, is this the one where, you know, like there's a, a sleepover of girls my age and they're like, oh, look, it's the pizza boy. You know, like, you know, don't, don't, don't make any of yours extra cheese. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and in my career as a delivery boy, there were... I would say near misses in those moments where I've had the, you know, the half naked woman answer the door like, hi, thanks. Be real coy about it. And like, cause they think it's funny to kind of throw you off. And yeah. I'm like, all right, you know, how'd you do it? She was, she was half naked when I got there. She was in a bikini. Dude, you're so lucky. You me in. Like, I got a job to do guys. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm really like <laughs> my luck is though. She'll have a husband run in. Like, there was always that fear of like, oh, they're setting you up, and the husband comes running in and going, "What are you doing, with my wife?" You know, just to scare the crap out of you, and then you wind up getting mugged for your pizza money. That ain't worth it. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a skit of Money Python where it's a, a it's a milk delivery because England for okay, all time right. had milk deliveries even past the time when we had them. And uh, what it was is uh, the milk delivery guy opens like not thing and opens the door and it's a woman and she's wearing this see through negligee, uh -huh. you know, and she kind of. Just doesn't uh, say a word. Just you know, does the finger like, come on like, in, come on in, you know. And so they go upstairs, and he's thinking he's gonna get lucky. He's like all excited. All right. He goes through a door, and it closes. She takes the milk, and there's all these milk delivery guys <laughs> locked in this room. <laughs> yeah, I just can't. Uh, like, all right, so like. <laughs> Like uh, you come, we get going. Like I, it's like it's like oh now 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 eek oh bing we got one. <laughs> like well, here's okay here's the question, the legitimate question is, I work at Domino's yeah, and I get that order coming in. 
does it tell it should it doesn't tell me where the just gives me the address I would assume it doesn't say hey <laughs> it came from Rubhub it came from I, I don't I, I don't would, I don't know I mean I I know I don't know the Domino system well enough to tell you that answer. I worked next door to a Domino's too I should walk in and ask <laughs> yeah. like hey how does it Rubhub work because I heard a really interesting article <laughs> and like when someone has that come in does it like point of origin the vagina like I. <laughs> Rub hub. Yeah, like rub hub. Like what the hell is rub hub? Maybe it's a typo. No. <laughs> I can imagine that like if it does does come up rub hub, like there's like five delivery guys. I'll do it. I'll take it. <laughs> right. They're all volunteering like, like, <laughs> for that. I'll go, I'll go. Like, dude, I'll be like, you're kinda going too late. Like, you want to get her before she needs to use the app? Like I just that is weird. That's not I find, I guess, you know, like for the his, her thing, like that's interesting, like techie wise. I'm yeah. like, Domino's can't be happy because right now there's probably a guy in an office going, What do you mean we're on this rub hub? What the hell is this? And how can we get a piece of it? Like, <laughs> well, they get deliveries. I mean, they're going to make their money, you yeah, know, in delivery. So I yeah. guess, sure. <laughs> so it's not available yet, but it will be available in a few months. <laughs> and the cost will be nineteen ninety five, so it's uh, inexpensive. Is it nineteen ninety five a month or, or no? Just, just just once for the for the unit. Yeah, but you you also got to pay for the pizza too. Well, I mean that's you know like, like it's, that's, that's, that's a, a recurring, given. That's a recurring charge. I mean, come on, you're not gonna get the pizza for free. I mean, yeah. I racked up seven hundred dollars in pizzas. <laughs> really? Yeah, but six hundred of that was from RubHub. <laughs> like, wow, you're busy. Hey. <laughs> Can you imagine like your girlfriend the girlfriend comes over and there's all these domino boxes rub up <laughs> like I can't I'm too tired <laughs> well if you were to work all day I wouldn't have to call <laughs> like, it just kind of like what if you accidentally set it off like you know like what if your kids like what if you're a mom and you have it and you're like as a you get it as a go gift and your kids come across what is it I'm gonna order pizza you just hit the button pizza comes really yeah sure let's try bink you know knock on the door there's pizza and you're like oh my god mom's got this special pizza button it's a magic wand <laughs> it's a magic wand you hit the button and pizza shows up a half hour later dad's like I've been trying to find all that special buttons for 20 years now and it ain't happened. But yet, I can hit this button, and a pizza shows up. So I guess we both kind of win. <laughs> like, do you know how tired I am using that thing? Sitting out and out and out. Like, you I mean, because you figure couples, he's probably using his. I'm like, babe, my arm is sore, so sore. It's tired. All that moving in and out. I try going lefty, but it never feels right. You know? And you're like, by the time, I'm so tired. I'm so hungry. Hit the button. What? Just hit the button. Uh, Huh? Just trust me. Boink. And now just wait. Pizza. What? Like, There's gonna be like a new, like a new YouTube like uh, contest. Like, can you rub one out before the pizza comes? Because <laughs> they press it before. <laughs> yeah. And go. go. <laughs> <laughs> She says, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, pizza, and you lose. <laughs> oh, well, god bless modern technology. It's find the latest technology, someone will find a way to fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
They're the they're the, they're the uh, Lewis and Clark of sex. <laughs> okay, look, we're gonna climb that mountain. Why? Because it's there. You know, you know what this vibrator needs? What a button that can order a pizza. Genius, Bob. <laughs> How are we gonna do it? Well, all we gotta do is take out this piece, throw in like a little app, and then you know, like a little you know, flash drive and yeah. it's rechargeable. Yeah. And bing, bang, boom, and you push the button and pizza. Dude, why are we not working for NASA? Because they didn't like my ideas. <laughs> but this is genius. I know. I tried giving it to them, but no one wants to order pizza from space, especially when it's shoved in your ass. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. If you want to catch the show live, uh, you can on Sunday nights around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com and iTunes Radio. There's just trying to Aquanet Radio in those apps. Right. Don't forget, if you can, go to Facebook. Give us a like. It's Geeksters. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Right? Yeah, at Geeksters. <laughs> yeah, that's so, it, right? You seem a little off, Ed. You throw me off. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not saying, like, I'm like, doesn't sound right. It's, I'm, I'm giving the important information. Sunday nights, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just start talking about me on this app. Right. There you go. Okay, you feel it's better it, now? Yeah, so, you feel better? All right. <laughs> Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. All right. And then last but not least, if there's something you'd like to contact Ed about, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. See you later, folks. It was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.